Praise God. You know, I want to minister. I, I sit down last night and and uh, to just kind of, you know, I, I know uh, I, 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 I pray, God, who's the I always say, God, you know, who's going to be at church? I don't. And uh, I don't want to pick a message for me, although I have set, done series and stuff and started series and such as that. And, and in the middle of them, God will take me to something else or something like that. And and uh, y'all know me well enough to know we, we might come back to where I was at or we might not come back to where it's at, but at least we put you on a path that you could go ahead and study that out for yourself. But the thing about it is, I just titled this message this morning, Trust God. Trust God. Just trust God. Uh, the word trust is to be confident or sure. It also means to make to make to hope, to depend on. To depend on God. And you know, we're, uh, the Word of God teaches us to trust in God. In fact, we're going to go to Proverbs chapter 3. Uh, there won't be any unfamiliar scriptures I read in this house this morning. And, uh, I tell people all the time that in, in the book of Proverbs, that's a book of wisdom. The book of Proverbs, the book of wisdom. And, uh, there's 31 chapters to the book of Proverbs. That if you read one every day, a Proverbs, then you could read it 12 times in a year. And I try to do that. I, I try to read it 12 times in a year. I, I try to read it in different translations and all such as that because it's a book of wisdom. And uh, in Proverbs chapter 3, verse 1, Proverbs 3, 1, it says this, My son, do not forget my law, or we could put word in there, but let your heart keep my word or my commands. My son, do not forget my law or daughter, but let your heart keep my commands. For notice what it says, for length of days and long life and peace, they will add to you. Isn't that amazing what he says? Here's what will happen if you'll keep my word. He says long life, length of days, and the New Living Translation says if you do this, you will live many years and your life will be satisfying. If you do this, what? if you keep my word, if you don't forget my word, but if you let your heart keep my commands or keep my word, he says, you'll, if you do this, you'll live many years and your life will be satisfying. I'm going to tell you something. I want more than just living a long life. I want to be having a satisfied life. Amen. You might live long, but if you're miserable in living, you're just, you're having a hard time in life. God didn't say you'll be miserable in those long years. He said you'll have a satisfied life in those long years. He said, what he say if we'd do what? If we'd keep his word. If we'd hold on to his word. You know, around here and uh, most everybody, we, uh, we, we, we hear word preachers. We call them word preachers, you know, and such as that. But the thing about it is we believe the most valuable thing God gave us was his word. Well, we know Jesus is the Word, and He was the most valuable thing God could give and offer us for sacrifice for our sins. And uh, so He also gave us His Word, 66 books in a Bible, to help us to live a prosperous, healthy, productive life. And so He said, if you'll keep these, then you're going to not only have length of days, a long life, but you're going to have peace also. You know, there's a lot of people who love just to have some peace. Amen? They don't have peace. They're tormented in their minds or uh, all kinds of things are going on in their lives. And they're like, oh, my God, if I could just have one day of peace. Well, honey, God don't want you to have a day of peace. I'm sorry to tell you that. He wants you to have a lifetime of peace. 
Come on now, you ought not be seeking for a day of peace. You need to be seeking a life of peace. Jesus said, my peace I'm giving to you. Not like the world gives. The world will think you, make you think your peace is dependent upon uh, the, the things that you have. Well, I'm telling you what, your peace is dependent upon the thing that you have. I don't like calling it a thing, but the person you have, and that's Jesus Christ. Amen? It's not a matter of money. It's not a matter of a big house. It's not a matter of a fine car. It has nothing to do with that because I know people that have all those things and they're miserable. Amen? Don't look for things to satisfy you. If you're looking for things to satisfy you, you are going to be muchly disappointed because they can't do it. Amen? And it goes on to say in verse 3, Let not mercy and truth forsake you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. And so find favor and high esteem in the sight of God and man. Listen to me. If I have favor with God, I'm going to have favor with man. Are you hearing me? If I can obtain favor with God, I will have favor with man. It's just going to happen. I mean, we've had words. I've got words on my bulletin board that people have given to this church and, and given to me and, 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 and talking about how great favor would be upon this body. Great favor. Sam Carr did it uh, several years ago, and I've got it posted on my wall in there, and I read it all the time, and it says, Great favor will be upon Word of Life Family Worship Center. Well, if it's going to be upon this church, it's got to be on this body. Amen. Amen. So great favor. He said, listen, now he's, and here's what he's talking about. You got to talk, think about this. Think about this. He's talking about, you have to, verse one. If you're ne- neglecting verse one, these other things really aren't going to manifest the way they should. Why? Because all these other verses are connected to verse one. Are y'all reading this? It said, and to hang on to the truth and mercy. Don't let them say, hang on to them. Keep mercy. But you need to be a merciful person. Thank God for favor. Verse 5 says this, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Trust in the Lord with how much of your heart? All your heart and lean not to your own understanding. Lean not unto your own understanding. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not unto your own understanding. Listen to me. We've got to learn to do that. We gotta learn to trust in God. Amen? Listen to me. You, you can struggle the rest of your life trusting yourself, trusting your employer, trusting your job, trusting all these things. And if anything happens to those, where are you then? You've got to develop a trust in God in your own life. It's not because I'm preaching it. It's because you're learning to, it's kind of like this. You're learning to develop yourself in believing and trusting God. Because trust is having confidence. It also brings up hope on the inside of you and it makes you sure and dependent upon God. Don't lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge God and He shall direct your paths. So I don't know what which way to turn. Honey, if you'll lean on God, He said He'll show you which way to go. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? Is that what I said? Are you hearing me? Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. 
it would be health to your flesh and strength to your bones. It will be health to your flesh and strength to your bones. What? If you'll not be wise, you know, what I mean? fear God. Fear God. You said, I'm afraid of God. No, 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 that's not what he's saying. He's not telling us to be afraid of God. He's telling us to reverence God. That word fear means to reverence. Re- actually, uh, worshipful reverence. To worship God and to praise God and honor God and in, in, uh, in, in your, with your life and such as that. And he said, if you will, it will be health to your flesh. How many would like to, uh, to just have health in your body? You say, I'm believing God for healing. Well, that's great. And God's a healer. But the thing about it is you need to start believing God for total health. Health is the absence of sickness. Amen. And God wants you to have health. You know, does it bug you when you hurt? That's, that's just, I'm just talking Texan, you know. Bug you, aggravate you. It aggravates a dog out of me if something starts messing on my, messing with my body. It makes me mad. Here's why it makes me mad because God's promised me hell. He's promised me hell. I, I, last night I told Linda, I, uh, I got, I was sitting in the chair and I got up and I couldn't hardly walk. It felt like my hip, I mean, I, I, could, I mean, I couldn't hardly walk. I'm, I'm like, my God, what in the world has happened? I mean, I was fine a second ago and now I can't hardly walk them and my hip was hurting and, and I, I sat back down. I couldn't hardly, I couldn't hardly sit there. I was hurting and I, I, I you know, I just, I, I just, I got up and walked and I said, no, 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 I ain't having it. I won't have it in the name of Jesus. I will not have it. I won't, I won't, I won't. And it, this is not mine. I will not have it. I'll not have it. Why? Because God's promised me health if I would do something, if I would fear him, reverence him, worship him. And I do that. I reverence God. I fear God. I love God with all my heart. And I do everything I, I feel like I need to do and God shows and leads me to do to the best of my ability. I'm not perfect like no, none of us are, but I'm telling you something. Before I went to bed, I had no pain in my hip. Before I went to bed. Got up this morning and I... Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. Huh? Linda knows. I don't walk around limping, but I got up last night and I said... Had hold of my tail and my hip, and uh, you know, <laughs> thinking, dear Lord, this is coming to pass. It didn't come to stay. Amen. You got to make up your mind. I'm not going to put up with the devil nor nothing he tries to bring me. You pet that cat, it'll hang around forever. But if you boot that thing out of the way, sooner or later, he'll figure I'm not getting close to them. Now, I use cat for that. Now, I ain't saying cats are of the devil. They're Because I got some at my house and they're not demon possessed. I'm telling you. He says, honor the Lord with your possessions and with the first fruits of all your increase. So that, if you'll honor God with your possessions, he says, so that, he's telling them what's going to benefit you from it. Isn't it wonderful that God tells you there's a benefit to you serving me? There's a benefit to me, you loving me. There's a benefit to you honoring me. There's a benefit to you loving my word and keeping my word. There's a benefit to you sowing and, and honoring God with your possessions. There's a benefit. And he says this, if you'll honor the Lord with your possessions and with the first fruits of all you increase, <clears throat> he says, so your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with new wine. He was literally talking about prosperity and abundance. Now, some of you may not have a barn, but you probably have a bank account. You may have a savings account. 
You may not have vats and you may not be into wine, but I tell you, that's just a symbol of prosperity in your life. And I'm telling, he said, here's what will happen for you if you will honor me with your uh, first fruits or with your possession. If you'll honor me and give unto me, he said, then you're going to have, let, let me just throw it out there, more than enough. More, somebody shout more than enough. God don't want you barely getting along. Say it with me. I have more than enough. More than enough for my needs and to help somebody else with their needs. Isn't that the way that thing works? Glory to God. So I'm telling you, we can trust in the Lord with all our hearts and we we'll don't need to lean to our own understanding all our ways. We can acknowledge Him and He'll direct our paths. Amen? Let's go to Proverbs chapter 4. Proverbs chapter 4. Today's actually the 1st of December. You can start today reading the first proverb. I heard one, that's right. I'm going to read some scriptures here. This is a book of wisdom, by the way. Hear my children, verse 1, chapter 4. Hear my children, I'm in the New King James Version. Hear my children, the instruction of a father, and give attention to, the, to no understanding. For I give you good doctrine. Do not forsake my law or word. When I was my father's son, tender and the only one in the sight of my mother, he also taught me and said to me, let your heart retain my words, keep my commands and live. Get wisdom, get understanding. Do not forget nor turn away from the words of my mouth. Do not forsake her and she will preserve you. Love her and she will keep you. Talking about wisdom that the word gives and brings to our lives. It says, wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom, and in all you're getting, get understanding. Exalt her, and she will promote you. She will bring you honor when you embrace her. She will place on your head an ornament of grace and a crown of glory she will deliver to you. Hear, my son, and receive my sayings, and the years of your life will be many. And the years of your life will what? Be many. The, uh, verse 10 in New Living Translation says, My child, listen to me and do as I say, and you will have a long, good life. And you will have a long, good life. I have taught you in the way of wisdom, and I have led you in the right paths. When you walk, your steps will not be hindered, and when you run, you'll not stumble. Take firm hold of instruction. Do not let go. Keep her, for she is your life. That sounds like pretty good, don't it? Here's what he said. Here's what will happen if you'll get wisdom. How do you get wisdom? Through the Word of God. Jesus has been, but the Bible says Jesus has been made unto us wisdom. Well, Jesus is the Word, so the Word's made to us wisdom. Look, look, jump, jump all the way down to verse 20. We heard, these are the verses we hear all the time and hear preached from all the time. It says, my son or, or daughter, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Has anybody ever had a teacher or somebody's look at you and said, pay attention? Have you ever told your children, pay attention? You'll be trying to talk to them and they're just ah, 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 going around like they say, hey, pay attention. But to pay attention means listen. Listen, open your ears to what I'm saying. Pay attention to my words. You know, it's awful easy to, to the, you know, I, I often, uh, and I've heard, I've had this in my own life too, and I heard Jerry Savelle talking about different things that if you want, people say, I don't, can't sleep very well. They always say, well, get your Bible. 
open your Bible, you'll be able to sleep. Say, so what does that mean? If you ever notice when you open your Bible and you get ready to read, you get sleepier than you've ever been? He says, pay attention. Why? The devil does not want you to find out what's in here. He don't want you to know what the Word says. Because if you don't know what the Word says, you're going to let Him continue to rule and reign in your life rather than God. Are you following me? You said, listen, you got to pay attention to my words, incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. You need to look at the Word of God. We need to look at the Word of God. That's why we need to read the Word of God. We need to hear the Word of God. Notice what he says, for they are life, listen to this, the words are life to those who find them. Obviously, it tells us where to be looking for it. Where to be looking. Looking where? Looking the Word. Looking where? They're life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. They bring life to those who find them and healing to their whole body, the New Living Translation says. I'm telling you, I want to talk to you just a little bit about the healing power of God. I tell you, healing is for you. God's your healer. Jehovah Rapha, our healer. He did all kinds of things, uh, you read in His Word, for you to have health in your body. And I'm telling you, the Word of God is like, the actually that word health right there is a, is a, 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 the word health. Let me read the definition of that word health. It says it's medicine, a cure, a deliverance. It's a remedy, a curative, and to make whole. That's what that word means. Medicine. The Word of God will be medicine to all your flesh. I want you to hear me. Because I guarantee you, listen to me, this medicine works. This medicine does not treat a condition. This medicine drives the condition out of your body. Are you hearing me? It'll drive that condition out of your body. The word medicine is this, the art of preventing. It's curing or alleviating, a lot living, alleviating the diseases of the human body. And he said, my word is medicine to all your flesh. Listen, I, wouldn't it be great if all the body of Christ was walking in divine health? And that is the plan of God and the purpose of God. I hope you hear me. Because if we're not careful, we'll look at ourselves and say, well, that, that works for them, but it don't work for me. Well, that's why. Well, that's good for them. Praise God. The Lord bless them. God healed them. Listen, God healed every human being. Don't get quiet on me too, too quiet. I still like the amen sometimes. Because he put stripes on his son's back that we could be healed. Amen. Isaiah 53, 2 Peter, 1 Peter uh, chapter 224. Uh, Listen, he literally made a way for every single one of us to be healed and walk in divine health. That's why I get so irritated if something comes against my body. 
Because I know it's not right. I know it's an intrusion of my covenant rights as a born-again believer of God Almighty belonging to Jesus. It, it, listen, you, you can't sit... Listen, I'm not just scolding nobody understand. I'm letting you know you have authority over the devil and over sickness and disease. He said, my word in itself will bring health to your body, your whole body. Shout, I'm healed. Because God says I am. Health to all their flesh. Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it spring the issues of life. Put away, listen to this, put away from you a deceitful mouth and put perverse lips far from you. Verse 24 in the, the New Living Translation said, Avoid perverse talk, stay away from corrupt speech. Did you know what keeps most of us in bondage? Our mouth. Shout my mouth. Our mouth and our words are what holds us in bondage. In fact, Jesus said, by your words, you will be condemned or by your words, you shall be justified or set free. Jesus understood this, listen, and that's why he's sitting here telling us right in the middle of this proverb, he said, watch what comes out of your mouth. Don't talk perverseness out of your mouth and don't talk uh, uh, crazy speech, even as it says in Ephesians chapter 4, where it says, don't let no corrupt communication ever proceed out of your mouth. I'm telling you something, if we're not careful, listen, listen, we will talk the problem if we're not careful. We will talk of the disease if we're not careful when we're talking about the healing power of God. Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen, you need to, uh, 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 I, I wrote this down. The word has to be, have, the word has to have a louder voice than your situations. The word has to have a louder voice. In other words, when something's trying to come against you, there needs to be something coming. Here's what, remember, remember it's always talking about get it down in your heart. Because this needs to be coming out of your heart. It needs to be coming out of here. Because that's where Jesus said you have to believe it to get it. It's in your heart. He didn't say nothing about it. it has to be settled in your mind. Listen, you ought to be thinking it in your mind. But I'm telling you something. Your mind will tell you all kinds of crazy things and bring all kinds of crazy thoughts to you. But I tell you what, when you let that word on the inside of you, that revelation knowledge that you got from God, and next thing you know, you found out that I am healed, bless God. And when whatever comes your way, you stand up and say, no, this is not right. I do not have to put up with this. I will not put up with this. I am the healed. I'm a child of God. I belong to God. I have a covenant in Jesus and the blood of Jesus has washed me and bless God I am the healed and the word of God has declared it and I lay claims to the word of God I'm taking my medicine not too long ago me and my wife we both had the uh, I guess the flu I guess the whatever was it the flu I guess but anyway we went to uh, uh, a Barbara Barbara's not here today and we talked to Barbara she gave us these uh, CPACs is that what they're called some kind of CPACs. Y'all know what they maybe do. And it starts off, and, it, and listen, listen, you said, well, Pastor, you're preaching all this healing stuff, and you said you took medicine. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Medicine is not opposed to God. Now, some medicine do more harm than good, but, but you have to be led by God. But here's the thing. And so they gave us these CPACs, and uh, here's my deal. I believe the Word of God, and trust me, I would have, it wouldn't have been, long till I'd have been totally healed. I had things I had to go do. 
And so I, I, so we went and got those CPACs and it starts out several pills and, it, and as you take them, they're, they're less because they're steroids. Stuff. They're less. Did you know every day I took that pill, those pills? And all the way till to the last day. Now, I don't always do that. Not, most time when I get feeling better, I quit taking them. But on this particular deal, I took all of them. And I to- did, took them all because Miss Barbara told us we needed to. And so I did it. Well, it worked. But I give credit to God. But the thing about it is, sometimes if we're not careful, we take all the words of everybody else and we side line the Word of God. You know, you're to take medicine in faith. Huh? You're to take medicine in faith. What do you mean by that? You're to say, well, I'm taking this, but I'm believing God by Jesus' stripes. I'm healed. My faith's not in this pill. My faith's in God. See, pills a lot of time will treat a symptom. But God delivers you from the cause of the symptom. And so he said, you've got to watch your mouth, keep your mouth say, uh, talking positive, and keep your mouth speaking the Word of God, and let your li- eyes look straight ahead and your eyelids look right before you. Ponder the path of your feet and let your ways be established. Do not turn to the right or to the left. Remove your foot from evil. In other words, walk right with God. Walk right with God. Serve God. Love God. Don't just be a Christian in church. It's quiet in this Holy Ghost church then, huh? Listen, we've got to understand God it has, has made a way for us, a pathway. But we need to get on that pathway. Amen? There's nothing this world can offer you that's more important than what God is to you and what God has made available to you. Nothing. Nothing at all. Thank God for that. Amen? So uh, Psalms 107.20 says, He sent His Word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. He sent His Word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. The New Living Translation says, He sent out His Word and healed them, snatching them from the door of death. The message said, He spoke the Word that healed you, that pulled you back from the brink of death. Another translation says, By the power of His own Word, He healed you and saved you from destruction. Another translation said, God gave the command and healed them so they were saved from dying. The NIV says He sent out His Word and healed them. He rescued them from the grave. Hallelujah. Jeremiah uh, uh, 15, 16, most of us know this word. He said, Thy words were found and I did eat them. Thy words were found and I did eat them. And Thy word was unto me the joy and the rejoicing of mine heart, for I am called by Thy name, O Lord of hosts. He said, I found Your word. And I ate them. One translation said, I swallowed them whole. Every bit of them. I'm telling you, we, you say, how do we feel? We look at the Word. We hear the Word. We let the Word get on the inside of us. I'm telling you something, even when it looks like uh, uh, un, 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 uh, 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 the odds seem to be against us, God is still for us, and God is on your side, and God's greater than any sickness, any disease, any lack, or anything else. God is greater, and He's on your side. Amen? Amen? Let's look, if you will. I know I'm running out of time. Let's look at Psalms 103. Thank you, Jesus. Somebody just shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I love this psalm. 
Psalms 103, verse 1. Psalms 103, verse 1. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless His holy name. This is a psalm of David. He said, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless His holy name. Now listen to this, listen. I'm going to read it in the New Living Translation. Let all that I am praise the Lord. With my whole heart, I will praise His holy name. Let all that I am praise the Lord. May I never forget the good things He does for me. He says, who forgives all your iniquities and heals all your disease. As I sit there and read that this morning, uh, 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 Psalms 103, of course I had it last night, but reading it this morning, I realized David was talking to David. Are you with me? David was talking to David himself. He says this, bless the Lord, oh my soul. In other words, he said, bless the Lord, David. Bless the Lord. You need to bless the Lord. You need to bless the Lord. I'm telling you what, you might have to sometimes look at yourself and say, Randy. Of course, not you, but you can say Randy, but you can need to say your name. Sometimes you might need to look in the mirror and say, Whoever your name is says, Randy, you need to bless the Lord today. You need to bless the Lord. Don't you get down. Don't you get out. You need to bless the Lord. No matter what's going on in your life, no matter what the devil's throwing your way, you might as well just bless the Lord. Oh, my soul. I'm telling you what, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. David is talking to David, and he said, David, you need to do something. You need to bless the Lord. You need to praise the Lord. You need to glory in your God. You need to do it. Listen to me. The one that needs to hear your voice more than anybody else is you. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and forget not all His benefits. He said, here, here's what He's telling David. David, don't forget what God's done for you. Don't forget the provisions of your covenant. Don't forget what God has already provided for your life. Do not forget them. No matter what's coming your way, no matter how your body's feeling, no matter what's going on in your finances, no matter what's going on in your family, no matter what's going on, do not forget the benefits of God that He has provided for you in your life. Honey, sometimes we need to stop back, sit back and say, God, thank you for what you've done in my life. Thank you for the benefits that you have provided for me. A benefit is that which hath given, uh, a benefit is that which he hath given or a reward. Anything contributing to an improvement in condition and advantage. So David was talking to himself. And he said, don't forget none of, uh, 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 don't forget any of his benefits. Let, let, let me keep reading this in the, in the, in the uh, New Living Translation because it, it kind of puts it that way. Let all that I am praise the Lord. May I never forget the good things He does for me. He forgives all my sins and heals all my diseases. He forgives all my sins and heals all my diseases. Don't forget that, David. Don't forget that God forgives you. He's forgiven you. And you've been forgiven of your sins. Don't forget it, David. 
David, don't forget it. Randy, don't forget it. Randy, don't forget that you've been washed in the blood of the Lamb and that you belong to God. Randy, don't forget that your sins have been washed away and they're no longer being held against you in the courts of God. You are a born again child. Randy, don't forget that. When the devil tries to put you on a guilt trip and put you down, you need to say, hold on, I remember that the blood of Jesus has washed me and cleansed me. I remember the covenant that God has given to me. Because it's easy for you to fall back and say, oh, woe is me. God don't love me. Honey, God loves you more than you can imagine. And then he said, he heals all my diseases. You say, well, Pastor, we're not going to call them my diseases. He wasn't calling them his diseases. He is letting us know that it didn't matter what kind of the devil tried to put on you or bring your way. God has already provided healing for you. He is your healer. So no matter what came to David, he said, God is my healer and I will not forget it. And I will not forget it. Shout it with me. God is my healer and I will not forget it. Say it again. God is my healer. And I will not forget it. Don't you let pain in your body cause you to forget what God did. Honey, what's on the inside of you are to be far greater than what the devil's trying to bring against you. He said he forgives all my diseases. Think about it. He's talking to himself. And we just get to latch on to it. So next time you feel like standing in mirrors talking about, uh, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm compassionate to understand. I'm not trying to get anybody mad at me and leave the church offended what I'm saying. But before you want to start talking about all the bad that's going on in your life and all the things like that, remember, there's one who pulled you out of that pit. Remember, God hath delivered you from that pit. I'm going to tell you something. Your body will try to get you to talk what it wants you to talk. But you've got to make up your mind, I'm going to talk what God's Word tells me to talk. Come on, that's faith talk. Huh? I didn't go around. I did mention when, when I was having deal, I said, man, my hip hurts for some reason or another. I said that once, but that was it. But I tell you what, I got back on it and said, no, 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 I will not have this in Jesus. I'm I won't have it. I couldn't hardly walk last night. I'm telling you, it hurt. And I'm telling you why. Because, and other things have come against our lives. And listen, and, and if you're not careful, you will talk what your body wants you to talk. You'll, I'll put it like this. You'll talk out of your flesh rather than your spirit. That's why, where did God say put the word? In your heart. Why put it in your heart? Because I tell you, it'll have great, it will, when it's in your heart, it has a lot of authority over your mind. When it starts coming out of here, a revelation from God Almighty, you'll stand up and before long, you'll just tell your body what it's going to do. You'll tell your body what it's going to do. You won't be saying, God, when are you going to do something? You'll start saying, God's already done it. God's already done it. He's done everything that I need, given me everything that I need that pertains to life and God. I am the healed. I'm the blessed. Glory be to God. He said He heals every one of all my diseases. He made it personal. And then he said, he redeems me from death. He crowns me with love and tender mercies. He fills my life with good things and my youth is renewed like the eagles. 
Glory to God. That's what he's saying. He said, David's talking to himself. He said, listen, he delivers me from death. And my youth is, he says, he crowns me with loving kindness and tender mercies. He fills my life with good things. Verse 5 says over in the New to Living Translation, New King James Version, it says, who satisfies your mouth with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. Honey, I'm telling you what, your mouth's going to have something to do with your renewal. You gotta talk right. Declare right. You said, Pastor, do you say everything just right? No, I don't say everything just right, but I'm working hard on it. Come on now. I'm sure not making you think I say everything just right. Listen, there's things I have to slip out of my mouth sometimes. I said, my God, I don't even believe that. Don't want that. I nullify that in the name of Jesus. Glory be to God. I am. And then pull myself back into I am. This is who I am. Listen, David had to talk to himself. He said, my youth is being renewed like the, I say this over me, not every day, but periodically I'll say, I thank God that my youth is being renewed like the eagles. Glory be to God. I've never studied up on eagles, but I've heard somebody preaching about it before. Them old eagles would go up and get in a cave somewhere and they'd get in that cave and they'd start just pulling their feathers out with their, their, uh, their, their, their beaks and they're pulling until they strip themselves completely without feathers and they stand, stay in that cave and all them feathers start coming back. They're renewing themselves in the, in the, in the, by, by the, all the old being pulled out and new come in. Let me tell you something. We do the same thing with our mouth. He plucked them out with his mouth. I tell you, there's some things you need to pluck out with your mouth and there are some things you need to establish with your mouth of who you are in God and say, bless God, I am who God says I am. I'm a new creation. That means old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. I have a good life ahead of me and I'm not about to let the devil come in and rob me of the good life that Jesus said I could have. The thief may come to steal, kill, and destroy, but Jesus said I've come that you may have life and that you may have it in abundance till it overflows. I tell you, there's a life of God that's only inside of you and it's working on the inside of you and you're working your salvation out of you glory be to God so you need to say I am who God says I am I'll be who God says I'll be and I'll do what God told me to do in the name of Jesus of Nazareth Woo! you can sit and say I wish that was true honey it is true they ain't no wishing to it. Trust me, I don't believe I'm up here wasting my time. I'm not serving God for no avail. I serve God, number one, because I love Him. I serve God because of what He did for me. I serve God because He's the best thing that's ever happened in my life. And I'll serve Him for the rest of my life. And bless God, I would serve Him if none of these other Scriptures was even in the Bible. But they were. And so I might as well lay hold of them and grasp them and declare them and proclaim them and watch God do what He said He would do. God says He watches over His Word to perform it. Praise God, no word of His is void of power. God is working mightily in me. In fact, it's God that works in you both the will and to do of His good pleasure. He wants to do healing in you. He wants to do prosperity in your life. He wants to do peace in your life. He wants to do joy in your life. He wants to do love in your life. He wants to do those things in your life. So let God work. Let Him work. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I wish I could get through this morning with this sermon, but I can't. My God. 
I feel like I'd run through a troop and leap over a wall. Where's the wall? Hallelujah. Isn't God good? Woo! That ought to knock that despair right out of you right there. That ought to drive that oppression right out of you right now in the name of Jesus. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifest, that He might destroy the works of the devil. No sickness is ever of God. No poverty and lack is ever of God. No tragedy and evil is never of God. I'm telling you, trust God, believe God, hang on to the Word of God. You know you're to get the Word of God in you if you do nothing more than just sit there and put a put a CD in and, and listen to the Word of God because it's going in your ear gate, getting in your eye gate, and, 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 and let those things work on the inside of you. I'm telling you, God wants you to have the best life ever. Amen. Isn't He good? Well, I'm going to quit right there. But I still have some good stuff to talk about. I'm telling you, God is good. Did, did this help anybody? Stir you up a little bit. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Make a stand. Make a stand against the enemy and, and uh, what the devil's trying to bring your way. And, and don't give him no glory. I'm telling you, he's defeated. I said he's defeated. Hallelujah. Somebody asked the question one time if, Back when one of them boxers are boxing, they said, would you get in there? I said, they said, well, if they you would remove his arms and his legs, I'd get in there and fight him. Well, the Bible says the devil's been defeated and disarmed. So who's afraid? Huh? I had a guy used to be our praise and worship leader a long time ago. Eddie knows he, he told this story and wished he hadn't. He told us he had to wrestle. He was in a wrestling team in his school and had to wrestle a one-armed guy. He said, and the one-armed guy beat him. He wished he had never told us that. Listen, your life should not be the devil won. Your life should be God won in my life. Amen. And I won because of Him. Amen.